Welcome back, folks, to WrestleRant Radio for January 20th, 2015. I am your host of the most, Graham G.S. Matthews. A lot to talk about here today. The Royal Rumble is quickly approaching, only five days away. Could not be any more excited for it. We got a great show on tap. The undercard, not so much, and I'll get into my prediction for that show in just a minute. Along with my thoughts on WrestleMania 32 coming to Dallas, Texas, Arlington, Texas, next April. Just announced earlier today, thought I'd talk a little bit about that as well as a few other things, too, which I forgot to mention. Oh, and Raw last night. Raw reunion. How could I forget? A lot of great things happening on that show with the reunion of the NWO, Sting making his Raw debut, Brock Lesnar unofficially turning babyface. I'll give, me, I'll, I'll give my thoughts on that as well before we get into my commentary. Alongside RJ, we sat down and, and did commentary, live commentary, for the 2006 Ray Rumble matchup live off the WWE Network. You can watch the match yourself. We start right at the time, I think right before the video package or right before Spirit Squad comes out. I'm not exactly sure. You can time it up yourself. But um, still, though, we will be doing live commentary for the entire show here today. So that's why I will not be going in-depth with a lot of these topics. But uh, still, that's hopefully something that you will enjoy to get you in the Royal Rumble mood before Sunday. If you already, if you weren't already in that mood already after last night's Raw, which I thought was very, very good. And I'll get into my thoughts on that in just a minute. But like I said before, though, um, we had WrestleMania 32 announced earlier today that it's coming to Arlington, Texas this upcoming April, or April 2016. April 3rd, 2016, WrestleMania comes back to Texas for the first time since WrestleMania 25. So that's a great announcement. I know this has been in the works for quite a while now. A lot of people, I mean, it's been really no surprise. But um, it's great to, that it's finally made official. And of course, with all these rumors and now being confirmed that WrestleMania is going back to Texas come 2016, what does this mean for Texas's own Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker? I myself said as well on Twitter when the announcement was made, kind of teasing, oh, could we see one more match for the Stone Cold Rattle, for, for the Rattlesnake himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Or how about The Undertaker? Um, if he's not coming back already. And a lot of people have already talked about this. Is Taker come back, coming back for WrestleMania 31? Is he not? Is he done? We'll really have to wait and see. I see if, if I had to book it, yes, I would also have his final match next year in Texas. I think Sting lives in the area, hence why he was on Raw last night in Texas. And I think it was in Dallas last night. I, I think it was in Dallas last night. But um, I would hold off on that maybe until next year if they don't want to do it this year. It's obvious after last night's Raw that they're going the direction of Sting versus Triple H, which is completely fine. That could be a very good match. But like I've said time and time again, I don't think it'd be smart to do Sting and Triple H and then Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. It looks like from what the rumors are reporting, what from dirt sheets, you know, dirt sites, whatever, um, wrestling websites are reporting, it looks like that's the direction they may be heading in. And it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Wyatt versus Undertaker would be good, don't get me wrong. But I don't think there's really any conceivable way that you can have Undertaker and Sting on the same show and they're not in the same match together. I just don't see the point in that. And if they want to hold off until next year, that's fine. But if Sting is only going to have one and only match, it has to be this year. Maybe he's going to have more than one match. I have no idea. But from the way that I'm looking at it, from what I've heard, from what I've read, Sting is only having one and only match. And it looks like it's going to be with The Undertaker, with, with Triple H. If not with Triple H and Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins, if you really look at it, is the one in Sting's two appearances that has been screwed over more by uh, by Sting as opposed to Triple H. It was Seth Rollins who lost, who lost both the match at Survivor Series as well as last night on Raw to bring back the likes of Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and Ryback to WWE. 
But um, bottom line is that it does not look like at this point in time we are going to get Sting versus The Undertaker WrestleMania this year anyway. Maybe next year. We can still hold out hope. But um, that being said, though, I would have no problem with that. If they want to do Undertaker's final match this year and then induct him into the WWE Hall of Fame next year in his home state, that is completely fine. I'd be all on board for that. People have said, you know, the WWE Hall of Fame isn't complete without The Undertaker. I talked about this last week. If you want to go back and check out the clip on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. But, um, no, I don't think... Undertaker will be going in at some point, but don't don't get me wrong. I don't think Undertaker is a guy that needs to go in ASAP because we don't know if he's done yet. Same thing with Mr. McMahon. I mean, Vince is going to be going in one day. It's because of him that he's not in already. If it was up to somebody else, he'd probably be already in, but... He's the one that's making the decisions and whatever else I feel. I guess he doesn't feel the need to put himself in just yet. Whatever. But, um, and I'm sure he will go in before long, of course. But, um, still, though, I, I think Undertaker doesn't need to go in ASAP. They can hold off until next year in his home state of Texas. So, as it, in regards to the Stone Cold, in, in regards to the Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, where does this leave him going into WrestleMania 32? Could we see one more match for Stone Cold at WrestleMania? I've talked about this before here on the show with John and several other people. Could we see one more match for Stone Cold at WrestleMania? I personally don't think so. As more time passes, it becomes less and less likely that we see Stone Cold come back in an in-ring role for WrestleMania. It would be awesome. Someone pointed out on Twitter that it's going to be for 316 in terms of the date of WrestleMania. I know that really doesn't mean much. But it was a cool coincidence, nevertheless. And um, personally, I would love to see one more match from Stone Cold at WrestleMania. <clears throat> who you would face, who you would feud with, I really have no idea. I really don't personally care. I just want to see him back in one more match. My ideal Stone Cold dream match would have been him versus CM Punk. Of course, that's no longer possible with Stone Cold, uh, with CM Punk currently gone from the WWE. So, I don't know who he would face, I really have no idea, but still though, I would love to see Stone Cold coming back for one more match. Like I said before, is it likely? Probably not. If there's any time to do it, it's next year. If they don't pull the trigger on it next year, then it's not happening. That's all I'm going to say, which sucks, but um, you know, he had a great send-off. It's not like he didn't have a great send-off uh, in the first place 10 years ago when he wrestled The Rock at WrestleMania 19, and you know... Uh, bitter rivals, better friends, or bitter friends, better, <laughs> I don't know what it is, um, but even still, that was a great way to close off the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, if that was indeed the final match he ever wrestles, but, um, you know, a lot of people have brought up the AT&T Stadium, the AT&T Center, I think it's a stadium, um, where the Dallas Cowboys call home, fits over 100,000 people, so if they want to sell that place out, they're going to need some big names for that show, they're really going to go all out for that show, if they really want to sell that show, uh, if they really want to sell that stadium. They've talked about in the press conference today. I've yet to go back and watch it in full. I've only seen photos and seen clips and quotes and whatever else. But I think John Cena may have been quoted in saying, or maybe maybe it was somebody else, I have no idea, and saying that WrestleMania 32 will be the biggest of all time. And of course, they say this every year. They said it with WrestleMania 27, and that was one of the biggest disappointments of all time. But um, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, to WrestleMania going back to Texas. It's going to be a great atmosphere if they can pull in The Undertaker, if they can pull in Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like I said before, it's not too likely. But if they can pull in a one more match for Stone Cold and sell out the stadium that way, that'd be amazing. Maybe one more match for The Rock, who I do not see coming back this year. I think it's too late for him to come back now. I mean, you never know. I mean, we're only in January. We're right before the Royal Rumble. The road to WrestleMania has not yet officially kicked off, so there's always time. But um, I just don't see it happening at this point in time. But still, 
I, I look forward to WrestleMania 32 in Texas next April. So in regards to Monday Night Raw last night, I thought it was a very good show. I'm not going to go match my match like I said before. We're short on time today because um, the commentary that we did for the Rear Rumble 06 match was like well over an hour. So this is going to be a long WrestleRant radio today. And I don't, I don't want to go too, too past my limits here before we go into that matchup. But um, I thought it was a good show. The highlights of the show, for me anyway, were the reuniting of the NWO with Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and X-Pac. Hulk Hogan was already in a segment earlier on in the evening, so I didn't really have a problem with him not being in a segment uh, in the segment with the NWO. I didn't really have an issue with that. And we also saw the NWO in its original form, Hall, Nash, and Hogan, last summer on Raw on Hogan's birthday bash. So I didn't really have a huge problem with him not being in the segment here. But of course, NWO coming out, talking about their history before being interrupted by the Ascension. APA reunited. Um, the New Age Outlaws came on out. JBL hitting a clothesline from hell on Victor, I think it was. So a really, really cool segment. I thought it was great. We get the New Age Outlaws versus the Ascension on Sunday, and I'll talk about that in my Ray Rumble predictions in just a minute. But that was a really cool segment. The final five minutes, not even the final five minutes, it was like the final 60 seconds of Raw last night was one of the most is what made for one of the most unexpectedly amazing endings to Raw in recent history. It was a match I could not have cared less about between John Cena in a handicap match against Seth Rollins, Big Show, and Kane, where if John Cena won, he would bring back the likes of Ryback, Eric Rowan, and Dolph Ziggler to WWE, whereas if he lost, he would have had to forfeit his opportunity at the WWE World WWE Championship this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. But the match itself, we've seen it before. We've seen Cena versus Rollins a million times over. Cena, Big Show, God knows how many times we've seen that match. And Kane really doesn't do anything for me either. And, um, you know, Big Show and Kane in the main event, in the main event of Raw in 2015 um, really does not say great things about the current depth of the roster and the, and the heels they have atop the roster right now. And hopefully that changes after the Rumble, if they bring back Sheamus as a heel, which I've been, which I've been hearing is you know heavily rumored going into the pay per view on Sunday, he was on like a not the app, but he was in like one of those backstage Fallout videos on the YouTube channel for WWE last night. So maybe that's going to tease something for the Rumble. He said he has no idea when he's coming back, so maybe it's not on Sunday. I really have no idea, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. That being said, though. Um, it is going to be interesting come Sunday what they do with Brock Lesnar, the babyface turn. I'll talk about my predictions in just a minute. But, you know, like I said before, going back to the ending of the show, Brock Lesnar unofficially turning babyface by taking out all the authority in Seth Rollins, the big show, and Kane. Um, One of the best Brock Lesnar showings that we've gotten in a long time. I mean, I know he's been on a roll since he ended the streak at WrestleMania. But the last time he was on Raw, only a week ago, um, when I was over at John's house and we were watching the show together, he made a very good point, and I caught up on this as well, in that Brock Lesnar, I think it was in the promo that Paul Heyman was cutting, and he was in the middle of the ring for it as well. He didn't say a single word, of course. But, um, you know, he's just sitting, he's just kind of standing there pacing back and forth with a look on his face that says, I don't want to be here at all. And, um, you know, one week later, the guy comes out kicking all kinds of ass at the end of Monday Night Raw, laying waste to the big show who we faced, who we faced last year at the Royal Rumble, you know, coincidentally enough, uh, laying waste to Kane and the rest of the authority. So, uh, like I said, one of Brock Lesnar's best showings in a very, very long time. So it was great to see Brock Lesnar return to form, so to speak. And does he have a future as a babyface? I really have no idea. I've, since, I've seen some people write that Brock Lesnar's babyface turn, and I put that in quotes because we really have no idea you know, spells the end for his run in WWE. I don't know exactly about that, but like I've said before, I don't know if that really has anything to tie in with that. I really don't think it makes a difference whether he leaves the company as a face or a heel. But um, 
That said, though, I do, like I've said time and time again, I do fully expect Brock Lesnar to leave the company when his contract expires after WrestleMania to, you know, pave a way back to the UFC, which is fine. I mean, if he's if he's passionate about that and he wants to pursue that again, his, you know, multiple sicknesses and diseases, whatever he had, diverculitis, and I think something else kind of, you know, hindered his career over in UFC in his final year. So it's great to see him hopefully getting another shot in that uh, in the UFC if he was to go back later on this year. But um, that being said, though, I thought that was a great showing for Brock Lesnar. Like I said before, the Raw debut of Sting last night, it was Seth Rollins closing in on John Cena about to pick up the victory. And Sting, out of nowhere, appears on the Titan Tron, just standing there with a blank face, right, you know, just with a blank look on his face. He comes down out after his music hits, standing on the stage, making eye contact with Triple H and Seth Rollins, pointing to... Triple H. It would have been cool if he had his bat with him. I just thought of that right now. I didn't see many people point that out. I mean, I mean, it didn't really matter because it was an epic ending anyway. But um, he hasn't. He didn't use the bat in his first showing when he was there in at, at Survivor Series, and he didn't use it here. But he does show it in his Titantron video. In his entrance video, he does. There are clips of him with the bat in hand. So maybe he brings that at some other point. Maybe it's not PG enough. I really have no idea. Maybe we'll find out in his later appearances. But um, yeah, that was great. That allowed John Cena to pick up the victory and. In, in the process, reinstating the likes of Eric Rowan, Dolph Ziggler, and Ryback. So that was really, you know, that kind of got overshadowed, but rightfully so, because it was an epic moment with Sting's Raw debut. Now, anyone that was anybody over in WCW for as long as it was in business has since appeared on Monday Night Raw. I mean, they didn't appear in the invasion initially, of course, but after the invasion ended, we would get Goldberg back on Monday Night, or Goldberg on Monday Night Raw. We had Hulk Hogan back on Raw, Kevin Nash, Diesel... Who are the other people? Ric Flair. There was a long list of superstars. Scott Steiner. Everybody that held out in the after WCW closed and eventually made a debut on Raw. Sting was not among them. Now he has officially made his Raw debut. So that was really, really cool. I thought it was a great moment. Like I said before, it really came out of nowhere. Because the match itself, the main event match between Cena and the Authority was, you know, a complete throwaway. I did not really care for it whatsoever. And then out of nowhere, you see Sting on the Titan Tron. He comes on out, makes his first Raw appearance ever. And then Brock Lesnar comes out right after him and, you know, lays waste the authority in a great showing for the Beast Incarnate going into Sunday and a great way to uh, sell the pay-per-view on that anything can happen. And, you know, no better timing, too, in that the Royal Rumble is one of the most exciting and unpredictable events of the year with what can happen in the Rumble match. So it was great for them to, you know, pull something right out of their ass at the end of the show last night with Sting making his Raw debut. You know it had to happen at some point. And, of course, Brock Lesnar in his, you know, great showing against the Authority. So that was great. But getting to my Ray Rumble predictions for this Sunday. Don't want to go too in-depth here, but I will run down the card. On the kickoff show, we've got the New Day, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods taking on Tyson Kidd, Cesaro, and Adam Rose in a six-man tag team elimination match. Yes, seriously, we are we are actually getting this matchup. And it's obviously, you know, it's, it's obvious from looking down the card and the matches they announced last night, they are really desperate for, uh, for an undercard on this show. Because before this, before last night, they only had... The uh, Rumble match itself, and then the championship match. And the Rumble match, they really never do a great job of promoting and building towards, so I understand that. The title match, they did a great job of building towards, and you know people are going to buy the show regardless of what the undercard is. They don't give a shit. Um, it's all about the Rumble match, of course, but they did a great job in building intrigue and excitement and unpredictability for the first time in recent history, anyway. I don't know about of all time, when it comes to the World Championship match at the Royal Rumble. I mean, I can't remember the last time at a Royal Rumble where we got a 
a championship matchup that you really didn't know who could come out victorious. I mean, John Cena could win his 16th world title here. Seth Rollins, after all the, you know, after the huge rub that he's gotten in recent weeks from this whole angle, he could walk away with the gold after even cashing in Money in the Bank. And Brock Lesnar could very well be that third wheel, you know, the guy that's been overlooked as of late, you know, unlike, you know, uh, excluding last night's showing. You know, he could walk out with the championship gold going into WrestleMania where I hopefully, I, I hope to see him face Daniel Bryan for that title. So it's a very, you know, it's all unpredictable when it comes to both the Rumble match and the championship match as well. So both should be great. But like I said before, the undercard is very weak, but who gives a shit? Because at the end of the day, it's all about the Rumble match and the championship match. Mostly about the Rumble match, but the championship match, I'm also equally excited for. But like I said before, New Day versus Kid Cesaro and Adam Rose. It sucks to see Kid and Cesaro in this role. I mean, to have the New Day, you know, feuding with some tag team like Golden Stardust, who I like as well. I like Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Not so much Stardust and Goldust. I'm not a Stardust fan. I made that very clear in the past. But um, still, though, I would love to see Kid and Cesaro contending for the tag team titles and not losing to the New Day. They lost last week on Raw. They lost this week on Raw to the New Day. It's ridiculous. But um, it's tag team elimination rules, so not that like it really adds anything. It's on the kickoff show, and of course, I fully expect the New Day to go over. I would love to see them, you know, shock me. It doesn't really matter. It's a kickoff match, so it really doesn't matter regardless. I would love to see them shock me and having them go, you know, have uh, Kid Cesaro and Adam Rose go over, mainly because this elimination match have Cesaro eliminate all three members of the New Day and have him be the sole survivor of this matchup, or even Tyson Kidd even. That would be great, and you know, putting them next in line for a championship matchup at Fastlane before they move on to the Ascension with the Usos. It really doesn't matter, but I would love to see you know that be the next few they take and have that be the course they take in this matchup. Don't expect it whatsoever. Like I said before, though, they'll probably have the New Day go over, so they're my pick, unfortunately. And uh, speaking of tag teams, we have another tag team match in the show. Actually, two other ones, but first, we've got the New Age Outlaws versus the Ascension. This is you know stemming from the attack from the New Age Outlaws on the Ascension last night on Monday Night Raw. Really random match, obviously, and I mean, if anything, you would have the Ascension going... Uh, you know, two-on-two with Demolition, because they're the real tag team they've been calling out. Legion of Doom, you know, one half of them has been passed away, obviously, unfortunately. So you can't do that matchup unless Animal reunites with someone like uh, Heidenreich again, like we saw 10 years ago, which I really do not want to see at all, but I think Demolition would be cool. But um, that being said, though, the New Age Outlaws are a nice consolation prize. I mean, it's hard to imagine that, you know, one year ago today, it was Billy Gunn of the New Age Outlaws competed in CM Punk's final Raw match. Potentially ever, which is, you know, that's really saying something, which sucks. Um, and it wasn't even that good of a match either, which, you know, that's even worse. But um, still, though, going back to the topic at hand here, it should be a good match, but the New Age Outlaws still got it. I mean, the last time we saw them on TV, they were at WrestleMania and uh, losing to The Shield in about two minutes, if anyone can remember that, as heels. But now they're back as baby faces where they should, where they belong, um, you know, because I think they're much more over as faces at this point in time than they are heels. But should be a good matchup. I don't hate the Ascension as many other people do, so this should be a fine contest. A lot of people argue that they were buried, the Ascension that was in the segment last night and being attacked by all these legends. I didn't really see it that way. I mean, they've been on a dominant roll since they arrived about a month ago. So having them, you know, show a little bit of weakness in that in that one segment and get a nice rub from all these other legendary tag teams was completely okay. I really didn't have a problem with that whatsoever. So as long as they win in this matchup, that's all I'm content with. So I've got the Ascension going over here. Up next, actually, the entire card is made up of tag team. The entire undercard, except for the championship match and the Rumble match, is made up of tag team matches. I just realized that. 
But um, the Divas match on this show, Paige and Natalya taking on the Bella Twins. No Divas Championship on the line. So I complained about that initially last night on Twitter. And that is a real waste of a matchup if they don't even have the championship on the line. But someone then since pointed out to me that Nikki Bella has injured her hamstring or something like that at a live event over the weekend. So I guess they probably want to protect her in this matchup by having Brie Bella do most of the in-ring work. Okay, so that makes sense. I do retract my statement then. That makes a lot more sense. So I don't have a huge problem with the matchup, but still, like, the Divas division right now feels really, really weak. The whole Paige babyface turn was really out of nowhere. Brie Bella has yet to explain her actions. Nikki Bella's very good. I really haven't been given any incentive to care about Natalya. But um, still, though, the match should be okay. I've got the duo of Paige and Natalya going over here. It really doesn't matter. I've just got them going over, maybe with Natalya pinning Nikki or Paige pinning Nikki to earn a future Divas Championship matchup. Maybe the next night on Raw or at Fastlane. I don't. I really have no idea. But I've got the baby faces going over there. Tag team titles, Usos versus Miz, Dow, and Miz. We've seen this match a million times over, but the saving grace of it is that it will likely be the last time we ever see them clash which is great to see. Obviously, they're teasing tension between Miz and Mizdow, which they should hopefully do in the Rumble match itself. And uh, there's really no reason for them to walk out here with Tag Team Title Gold again. So I've got the Usos. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship matchup with Brock Lesnar defending against John Cena and Seth Rollins in a triple threat matchup. So this one is really unpredictable, like I talked about before. Seth Rollins, what I fear what they're going to do is with all the talk of John Cena being a failure and everything else, they're going to have John Cena win here by pinning Seth Rollins, and then Brock Lesnar gets pissed afterwards. He takes out John Cena. And this is not like my bold prediction. A lot of people have seen this coming. So you know, th- this is pretty popular opinion. Hopefully WWE swerves us and does something different, but I'll get to that in a minute. But what I fear they're going to do is have John Cena win by pinning Rollins. That's the whole reason why they added him, for him to take the pinfall. Rollins gets pinned, John Cena picks up the win and the championship, Lesnar goes apeshit after the matchup, attacks John Cena, Seth Rollins cashes in, and wins the championship. Like I said before, not something I really want to see, I really don't want to see Rollins going to Mania as champion, would be cool, I just don't really see it happening, and I also don't want to see John Cena walk out with the championship, I don't really want to see Brock Lesnar drop the title, and I'll get to that, and I'll get to exactly why in a minute, but... There's also no real reason to have John Cena walk into WrestleMania as champion. Um, I know there was, you know, the rumors of him versus Roman Reigns. People are going to poop all over that match, but I know it's no, it's not exactly a Batista versus Randy Orton. At least it's a fresh match. But Roman Reigns is not getting the greatest of fan support right now, so probably would not be the best course of action for either him or Cena to take. So I'm not in favor of that right now, and I'll get to who I should think should win the Rumble match in just a minute. But Brock Lesnar has to come out of this thing um, with the championship in tow. And I'll tell you why. Brock Lesnar won that title back at SummerSlam, and I understand a lot of people have been frustrated with the way his reign has been handled, and he's not on Raw, he's not defending the title. I fully understand that. I completely understand where you're coming from. However, if they were going to go through the trouble of putting the belt on Brock Lesnar in the first place, the least they can do is go through the trouble, uh, you know, make it worthwhile and have him drop that championship at WrestleMania to an up-and-coming star, and not Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins, like I've talked about time and time again, I see him cashing in Money in the Bank probably after WrestleMania, like I've said again. you know, I've said that over and over, because I think there's really no real reason to have him cash in that briefcase before then. 
So, I've got Brock Lesnar going over here. He has to walk into WrestleMania as champion. Otherwise, this whole experiment with him being champion was a complete waste of time. And one can argue whether he holds it to WrestleMania or not. It has been a complete waste of time. But at least make it worthwhile by having him hold that belt up until WrestleMania. Because the last four months have been a complete waste, if not. So, I've got Brock Lesnar going over there. Rare Rumble match itself. You know, it really comes down to you got your Zigglers, you got your Ambroses, maybe even your Wyatts. But um, at the end of the day, it comes down to Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. And like I said last week, Daniel Bryan absolutely has to come out victorious here. Roman Reigns, simply put, is just not ready. And uh, Daniel Bryan has a you know ready-made story for him going into WrestleMania to take on the man that he probably was going to face at SummerSlam this year. And the match itself would be kick-ass. And I know there's that, that believability factor about it. That you know people wouldn't buy into Daniel Bryan being you know having a being a legit threat against Brock Lesnar, you know people were saying the same thing about CM Punk versus Lesnar back at SummerSlam in 2013, and that match was kick-ass, my favorite, and I think the best matchup of 2013, right up there with John Cena and Daniel Bryan. So I thought that was phenomenal. I think we could see something similar from Bryan and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, and if Le- and if Daniel Bryan doesn't win the Rumble. Then what do you do with them at WrestleMania? Do you do the match that they were going to do last year between him and Sheamus? I mean, the guy is so over right now. He, you know, he's he, he fought through so much adversity to come back for an undercard match or a mid-card match at Mania against I don't even know. Seth Rollins would be cool, but like they've talked about before, that should not happen until after WrestleMania over the championship. You know, Brian has to win here. I mean, there's really no other way I can put it. Brian has to win here. Roman Reigns will get his shot. I still think he's the future. I think he has a lot of potential, a lot of untapped potential. And he you know, will hone his skills over time. But Daniel Bryan must win here, and I think he will win here. And uh, how cool it would be, by the way, if, you know, I, I was going to mention this on Twitter, but I forgot, and I probably will at some point. But um, how cool would it be? And I remember it was a year ago today that Batista returned to WWE. And, of course, it was Batista who won the Rumble last year. And, you know, people pooped all over him and whatever else. And the whole real heat and, and storyline, of course, was between Batista and Bryan. How cool would it be if Batista made his uh, return to WWE in the Rumble matchup and it came down to him and Daniel Bryan? I think it'd be better if they probably did Bryan and Reigns and Bryan and Ziggler and Ambrose and all those four guys, four or five guys in the final five, because it's more unpredictable. I mean, if, if Batista came back, I would get a great reception, obviously. But, you know, you, you, it's obvious that he would that Daniel Bryan was going to win. And if Roman Reigns' situation, that Roman Reigns was one of the final guys left, it wouldn't be as obvious. It would come down to Reigns and Bryan, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, shit, are they really going to give Reigns the victory here? Whereas if it was Batista, you know, it wouldn't have that same effect. But still, though, it would be cool from a storyline st- standpoint, giving Bryan that win that he should have gotten last year in the Rumble matchup. But those are my predictions for Sunday's Ray Rumble pay-per-view. Like I said before, really looking forward to what should be a great show. So, uh, like I said before, we'll be doing commentary for the 2006 Royal Rumble matchup. Myself and RJ, we sat down a little over a month ago doing commentary for the longest Royal Rumble in history. And I think to my... To my knowledge, I think it is the longest rumble in history, and it was a good rumble where we watched the entire thing in its entirety. We did a lot of commentary for it, so uh, you can check out our live commentary starting right now. Okay, so we're sitting here watching the 2006 Royal Rumble start to finish. I think this is, might be the longest rumble, maybe, because I know Rey Mysterio was in the longest, but... This is you, the longest one. It is Rey the longest Mysterio one. Mysterio wins this one. Yeah, he wins, yeah, yeah. He, I know he was in it the longest, and he did win this one, but you watched this one live. Have you watched it since then? Probably not. You haven't seen it since? No. I think I started, I started watching the beginning of it. 
Is this like live right now? We're talking right now. Yeah, we're live right now, yeah. Like, how are you doing this, like, podcast? Or? Yeah, podcast form. We're putting this up in January. Probably be right before the Rumble. Yeah. I remember this one. I'm pretty sure... Simon Dean's third. If I'm taking a good, Simon Dean. If I'm taking a good educated guess, I'm pretty sure it's Mysterio, Triple H, and Simon Dean comes out third. But yeah, I know Triple H is one of the first ones because he was one of the last ones with yeah, Mysterio, right? Because him and Mysterio won two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that the the Rumble. Was it this year too? No, it wasn't this year. But for the longest time, anyone who came in second, whoever was the runner-up, always got a title match anyway, yeah. every single time. Think, well, obviously not this year because it's one title, but still. Matt Hardy. That's like one of those guys they say is like gonna win the Rumble. Like they come out, I'm gonna win, and they. Oh yeah, God. you know he's not gonna win. You know who I was thinking of the other day? How we used to have like a glorified mid card. Like we had Kennedy, MVP, Carlito. Like these guys that would never win World no. Titles. Yeah, exactly. Carlito was glorified mid card. Shelton Benjamin. Ray Mysterio for the longest time was too. Ray Mysterio too. Yeah, before he won the World Randy title. Randy Orton. Jeez, how young <laughs> he is. What was he doing? Oh, he was. This was after the Undertaker feud. This is. No, uh, yeah, because it's a legend killer. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a little bit. And he was one of the last... Yeah, he went on to main event WrestleMania, too. He went on this year. The, he, that year he main event WrestleMania. Yeah, with... Uh, Mysterio and Angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't the main event, though. That's stupid. Yeah, it was. No, I think Triple H and John Cena main event, though. I think. I like John Cena far... Uh, Triple H, yeah. Did they? I think it's the main event. I'll check. I don't think that's right. I think that was the first year that the Rumble winner did a main event, I think. Too many years ago. Eight years ago, I can't remember the top of my head. I remember Ray Mysterio had like the. I don't know if it was Veer. He had like Coach. Like the Coach Purse. Like they like. Like through his like mask. Oh, yeah. That year. I think it was that. In 06? That was yeah, Ray Mysterio? 06, yeah. He had like a weird mask. He always does it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like Vera Bradley or something stupid. There was like a pocketbook like. Like thing was on his mask. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, trying to see a Triple H. In the main event, yeah. Tori Wilson and Candice Michelle was before them in a Playboy pillow fight. <laughs> yeah, that always goes. That's always the buffer match on WrestleMania. Kane, Jesus. Kane. He sucks now. Corporate Kane. I love. He's not even corporate Kane anymore. He's just like he's just Kane. Kane. <laughs> no fire anymore. Just Kane. I love how he just turned babyface last night when he attacked Adam Rose and the bunny. That was so funny. Triple H. He was doing great at that period in time. This is after he broke up Evolution, right? Yeah. I think so. It was a year after Evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 was Evolution. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Jesus. Lashley. Yeah, he was in the Survivor Series team that year when I watched that uh, Survivor Series. The Mexicals. <laughs> I love them. Juventud Guerrero got kicked out because he kept doing stupid moves. Was that why he got kicked out? Yeah, kicked out because they like... No, they kicked him out of the freaking WWE. Really? Why? He kept... They told him, like, to stop doing, like, the four... Uh, I don't know if it was 450. One of the flips he used to do because he kept hitting people in the head with his knee. <laughs> and he just kept doing it like an idiot. Oh, Spirit Squad! They were still around yeah. at this point? Oh, yeah, they were. I, I did start watching this one the other day, and then I saw them, and I was like, all right, I'm all set. But <laughs> yeah. <I> lo- <laughs> oh, no, this was the year that they had to feed with DX. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. So six so, SummerSlam was at Boston. I went to that one. Oh, was it? Yeah. No six, really? <laughs> the Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Eight years later, he's fucking main event in Survivor Series. <laughs> Dude, we were talking about Kenny Dykes. Exactly, right not too long he had the ago. brightest future out of all these guys, and just I don't know what happened. That, it wasn't his fault. I don't know. 
Might have been an attitude thing. That's his what I heard. single run was so bad. As yeah. Him, though. But they gave him a few wins over Ric Flair, I think, and that was it. And they, and like any time the Spirit Squad won, he was the one that pinned everyone too. Yeah, he always yeah, had like yeah. this like little like leg kick. Jesus. <laughs> Ready? Okay. <laughs> What the fuck is this? I can't believe this lasted as long as it did. Oh my god. Lillian Garcia is probably like, what is going on right <laughs> Yeah. It's Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. He was Curran White first, but then... And then yeah, this was before the... Yeah, the or after the cat, yeah. yeah. This is after Audi died. Oh six was like the year of the Spirit Squad. They were yeah. around for almost all the year. Yeah, they were. They actually weren't as bad as like their gimmick really. It was like Chili's thing's so bad. Yeah. They weren't as bad as it could have been. Oh yeah, at least they were all good wrestlers though. So that. Yeah. That Besides helped. Mitch, the the guy with the, <laughs> the horn, he sucked. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all their names: Nikki, Mikey. Mikey's a kid in the ring still. Nikki, yep. Nikki, Mikey, Johnny. Johnny was a kid right there. I remember he was like the karate kid. Oh, yeah. Johnny, Mitch, Kenny. Yeah, that's all of them. Kenny, yeah. Mitch was the only one that didn't like Grime or Mike. Well, they had Mikey. Mitch. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. The only one without a Y at the end of it. <laughs> Mitch. He sucked. <laughs> you know, he was like the only one that never wrestled. Probably knew that he wasn't going to go anywhere after that gimmick ended. Oh, they're not even in the match? What the no. fuck was the point of that? It's a cheer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I literally don't think they're in the match either. Simon, <laughs> that's so dumb. I know Simon Dean is in it. I would have been so pissed if they took out like that's this year. That's like five guys taking up what one fifth? What is it? One tenth or something like that of the roster space? Oh. Five out of thirty. Jesus. I can't believe you've never seen this match. This is great. No, Pretty I sure Ray's second. I think Ray's second. Yeah, he wasn't... I think Benoit was one, right? No, Triple H is one. No, no, I mean, like, the people that have won from those two spots. Yeah, maybe there's Ray Mysterio that's one. I don't know. No, Triple H is one. Triple H, yeah. So, was this before or after? Because I know he was still heel for a while after this, obviously, before he went babyface, but were people cheering him at this point in time? Pretty sure. Yeah. And they kind of had to turn a baby face, or yeah. was that? Uh, it sounds like he's going to pre produce a pop coming out. Yeah. It's also Triple H, though, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Shawn Michaels in 1995. So much better with long hair. <laughs> yeah, so much more Short badass. hair, he's a clown, just like Jericho. <laughs> Jericho was so cool when he had long hair, now he's just a short hair. Y2J? Yeah. I liked him guest hosting last night. Yeah, he was pretty good. The Fandango stuff, I was like, all right, that was like five years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was I glad Roman Reigns laid him out. Fandango. I'm sure I'm sure Jeff loved that with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Fandango. <laughs> He's like... Ascension, so I saw. Ascension oh. are coming to the main roster, yeah. Shoot. I'm looking forward to that. It's about time. The bait, The New Day is horrible. <laughs> I hate the New I Day. I hate the New Day. I hate so the guys the lack four. of reaction they got, yeah. Obviously, cause they, their match was way too long. Yeah, with Golden Stardust. It was literally like a 20-minute match, if that. They had two commercial breaks, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, between the match, and it was so bad. I love the NXT chant in the middle Obviously, of it. Obviously, they golden. suck. 
Stardust and Goldust are about to get disbanded. I feel like they should. They Go need back to, to Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Stardust, Stardust ran its course. So <laughs> it shouldn't. It didn't even run its course. It sucked the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought when they like had that whole gimmick, like they said like here's like a new partner. I was like, hopefully it's like someone new. And they yeah, screwed yeah. over Cody Rhodes and gave him. Then he like changed. I don't get he, like changes his color every week now. He's like silver face, gray. He's like green last week. Get the paper. Green. Yeah. They call him the Green Gazoo or some stupid JBL. JBL was going nuts. <laughs> Did you see uh, Preston's new video? Yeah. Yeah, he's dying. I love it all his videos. No, but the one that he just put up was like especially Which hilarious. one? The 30? The, the 30 year old birthday, one? Yeah. <laughs> dying The that. best thing is the second video, the the average, the absolute savage one. That's He's in, from my town. I didn't know that. Oh, is he? Like when it starts off, they go downstairs and there's like a bank across the street and that's in my town. I oh, laughed so hard. Right yeah. It's so funny. But his video... I want the other one to come up. I, it like... I remember you said after you filmed, like, the police came and stuff. I'm like, that's Oh, gold. yeah, 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 yeah. So they got in trouble for yeah. one of them. Definitely not as big of a pop as Triple H. No. Comes out in the freaking lowrider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the, the package was talking yeah. about him and Eddie, so he was going to do it for Eddie. It's a pretty good pop. Yeah. You think it made it obvious? Going into this, did you know that Rey I, th- I thought Rey Mysterio was going to win. Yeah. They really didn't have, like, dirt sheets back then. I, I didn't yeah. really look either. I was so young, I didn't really know. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, like, based off influence. Exactly. They kept, like, pushing. I thought he was going to win easily. Yeah. I think he has, like, the EG, like, wristbands and, like, armbands on, too. Yeah. Yep, the shirt. Yep. yep. There he goes. You know what was so bad? When they did, like, the Batista, Rey Mysterio, like, Eddie's dead thing? That was so oh, bad. Oh, a couple of years ago, yeah. It was right before Batista left the first time. Like, yeah, he's dead. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. guy. Well, Orton did it, too, like, right after this, didn't yeah, he? But, yeah, but that's different, though. Like, Batista's, like, best friends with the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they shouldn't have brought that up. That was weird. This is before Rey Mysterio got fat, people. Eight years <laughs> yeah. ago. He's Eight not years wearing ago. a shirt right now, exactly. anyway. Exactly. Hashtag, where's Rey? Seriously, where is he? I hope he's coming back soon. I heard That's what I heard. Something. Better be in the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a nice return. Hopefully not 30th again. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was, was so sad. Everyone booed him out of the stupid. building. That was, a very, that was a dumb booking decision to put him at number 30. Poor guy. <laughs> the worst part is I'm pretty sure he's not even that old. I don't think he's that old. He's like... I don't even know if he's 40. I think he's 30-something. Well, he's been wrestling forever. Yeah. We started wrestling, wrestling when he was 18, yeah. so... I don't know. I bet you he's like 30, 35, 35. Yeah. You can have another decent run in him on the main roster yeah. before he retires. The thing about when he won the world championship, he lost every match that he had. Yeah, yeah, that's why his world. He's title forty. Run. He's legit. He just turned forty-three days ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh shit. December eleventh. So six. Oh yeah, it was his birthday. Yeah, and that was his fortieth though. Jesus, hang up the hang up the boots now, right? <laughs> I want to get one more match out of him because it. He can't retire just the way... Because he hasn't been on TV in forever. His last match would have been against, like, Bad News Barrett. I think his last <laughs> match was, like, in, like, that, like, Gold Rush tournament, I think. I think it was one of his last matches in, like, a Gold Rush tournament that they had. He hasn't been in the ring for a while, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know he was on the post-WrestleMania Raw, and they booed the crap out of him when Bad News Barrett... When Barrett came out, yeah, when Bad News Barrett returned. Because they loved Barrett that night, so... He's always put in, like, the worst situations. Yeah. Didn't Ray and Triple H have a match on uh, the Eddie Memorial Show or no? Him and him and uh, Triple H. Yeah, I think him and Ben. I think actually him and Benoit did. Ray Mysterio and Benoit. Yeah, or? I think him and Benoit wrestled in the Eddie Guerrero tribute show. Oh, okay. 
That's just stuff that should upload to the network. Like exactly. Special shows like that. Like someone said, like the Ric Flair one, that'd be nice. The fair. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Someone told me that. Yeah, it says movie. here that Rey Mysterio wanted to leave WWE, but they extended his contract without his approval. Rey Mysterio sent a video to AAA. Yep. Double or whatever the fuck. Tri- triple Mania and visit Lucha Underground. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to be around anymore. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Went to the Royal Rumble and then he doesn't want to work. Room. I don't blame him. He's 100 years old. Yeah. If he doesn't want to work, just let him go. Yeah. I said eight years ago, the guy was in his prime. Yeah. Now he's like a grandpa. Were people like resenting him at this time when he was going, when he was doing the whole Eddie thing? Yeah, everyone know? loved him for the Eddie thing. Yeah. I swear to God, this is Simon Dean. Please. Yes! <laughs> Why was he coming in after Ray and Triple H? They always have someone weird coming in, like, three or four. I remember, like, Chris Nowitzki one year. Chris <laughs> I remember I was watching the Survivor Series from O2, and he got destroyed by... by Scott uh, Steiner. That was great. Holler, I'm pretty me? sure Simon Dean gets thrown out in, like, ten seconds. What did this guy do in his career? I know nothing about him. I just know that He was, name. uh, Blue Hollywood in the BWO. Oh, was he? Yeah. I don't know, but then he became this clown. He never had anything. Didn't have, I don't think he ever even had a title match. I don't. Oh, a title match. I was not even a title. A title alone. Not even a title match. I don't think. <laughs> Guy was a velocity star. <laughs> this is probably the peak of his career. Right it now was. In the ring with Triple H. Seriously, like I said the guy was on velocity every night. <laughs> velocity. <laughs> Pretty much. It's a, it's even worse than today's like main event. Yeah, velocity. No one yeah. watched. I remember it was like him and then they had like these two like bald like twins with them too. The Gemini and they sucked too. They were like his bodyguards and they you know sucked. You the Bajams, right? Or somebody else? No, it was different guys. Oh, well. There was these two like bigger like bald headed guys. They yeah. sucked though. Simon Dean. That was Paul London's show too. Oh yeah, Paul London and Brian Kendrick starred on that show. <laughs> yeah. Brian Kendrick I think was at the recent NXT taping. He was in like the dark match or something like that. Jesus. Hang up the boats, buddy. <laughs> Paul London. Paul London was good. He had his course. When they turned him heel, kind of like went the wrong way. They turned him heel? Yeah. When? Um. Like early on in this wait. career? No, I'm thinking of Billy Kidman. I'm thinking oh, of Billy no, Kidman. Yeah, Billy I'm thinking Kidman. Billy Kidman. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Same thing. They're pretty cool. Oh, God. Billy Kidman was awesome. The Mexicools. Who was it? Super crazy. He sucked. <laughs> nope. Psychosis. Even worse. Psychosis. Only one of the Mexicools that was good is Juventud Guerrero. Psychosis sucked. Is he WCW too? Yeah. He wrestled under a mask though. And then oh, yeah. they took the mask off him. Yeah, same with Hooven too? Yeah. He sucked. Super Crazy was horrible too. Was this around the time they were doing the tractor thing? Yeah, they were running around <laughs> the, the Wandeers. Yeah. The Wandeers. <laughs> I don't know how they thought they could fly. Oh, because this is when they could be like a little more like... Edgy. Edgy and yeah. stuff like that. But the, I had the shirt. It was like... The Mexicos in the back was like, your ass is grass and with a llama or something like that. <laughs> I got it, but my parents don't let me, let me wear it to school. But it was <laughs> a sick so shirt, funny. though. You don't still have it, do you? Nah. I had like, I had like four or five Mysterio and Carlito shirts. I had like oh, all the Carlito ones. Carlito. Carlito's like, the guy that I want to see back in a rumble. Seriously, Carlito was good. He had his like, obviously he was never going to be WWE champion. No, like you yeah. said, like main event, like he's a mid-card like glory hound, but... Yeah. Him, like, icy title, like, 
United States was nice. I could see him as upper mid card. Yeah, even. he had some stuff with Cena, but I mean that was before he became a star. Yeah, that was still. when Cena was still like young, but yeah. still he had a good match with him. Yeah, but I remember he used to always have the Apple shirts. Even I think he was in uh he was in like one of the Elimination Chambers. I think I think he was in the Elimination Chamber of the year that um. Cena, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they all had like they all went to Carlos Cabana and they had like the shit on Cena's shit yes, on. Yes, yeah. The Cabana was actually pretty good too. Carlos Cabana. Cabana, yeah, yeah. He was the last one eliminated. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm watching New Year's Rev next. I already watched 06 or 05. God, Ric Flair. So here's the history between these two because these two just got done feuding. I think. Rick Flair. I don't know how he made it as long as he did. Jesus Christ. I was watching his doc uh, about a month or so ago. Yeah, at the age that he was at, he was wrestling one in every Raw and SmackDown until the day he retired. Seriously. <laughs> That's crazy. And his matches weren't bad either. Exactly. He had, he had matches, good matches. Especially with Michaels. That, that WrestleMania 24 match was stellar. <laughs> the worst back body drop ever. Oh my <laughs> God, it's horrendous. I just don't get like I'll get like past the physical. I guess like he was like it wasn't like he couldn't take a bump, but like guy just so out of shape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how old this guy was at the time. Maybe in his fifties. So you know he's sixty something now, and this is only eight years ago. That's like sting of wrestling on a regular basis. Exactly. Even worse, probably flares in more shape. <laughs> I think they retired Shawn Michaels way too early. I think he could have got a couple more years. Yeah. WrestleMania 3 should have been him versus Triple H. Oh, that would have been sweet. Grab this fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Dirtiest player in the game. Seriously. I was watching some, some segment. You mentioned Michaels at 30. I was watching some segment today. I don't know if you remember this. It was with him, Michaels, and CM Punk from like a year ago. But they never did anything with it. Michaels wasn't even at the show. Oh, why was Flair just eliminated there? That was quick. I like how every year they say Kane's going to win. He's, I don't think he's ever won one. I don't think he's won one. No, he's never won. They say he's won one every year, like the favorite, and lose every year. Yeah, I, I thought that someone big came out. Show. Big show. Like 70 people just throw him right over the top. He's got to stay in for right now, right? Because yeah. everyone's got eliminated so yeah. quickly. Big Joe stays in a while, I think. Because it takes, like, the whole roster just to get him out. Yeah. Always. Every single year. It's him and, like, Kali, it's, like, 50 people throwing him out. There's a 300-pound steel steps. <laughs> yeah, the 300-pound steel steps. I was steps. like, you got to be kidding me. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> like, Rowan was literally picking up with his fingertips. Like, 95 it. pounds. Like, no way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big Show was throwing, like, the bottom piece around like it was candy. Like, Michael Cole, that's 200 pounds. Like, no way, buddy. Oh. oh, that must hurt like a bitch. I would never want the chop on the chest. They actually hit him, that's why. Yeah. <sighs> Triple H always oversells moves. <laughs> yeah. I saw one one time. He like, I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah, he like jumped off the top of him. Orton hit him with a boot. Like, he just slicked the boot up. And he literally was like dangling there for like literally yeah, two yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Guy, leave Ray alone. I was watching some match. I don't... I don't know when it was. I think it might have been Orton and Triple H where he drop kicked him and he did what you just said. Oh, and I think it was with Batista and he just stood there for a second and he spits out blood. Yeah. I think it might have been their cell match. 
God, Big Show. <laughs> he's out of shape in 06, much less than 2014. I think he's in better shape now, just like he's just not the same guy anymore. No. I cannot take him seriously. Exactly. The fact that he beat Eric Rowan twice really bothered me. It just makes no sense. Just like it made no sense for Ziggler to beat Harper. Yeah. No sense at all. I don't mind Ziggler winning. I'm not like going to like lose fact. sleep over, but like makes no sense of booking. Why would you have Harper win yeah, on a Raw the, yeah. and then lose it the next month later? Yeah. Stupid. I think, it's Kane. I think it's Kane. Nope. Who the hell is this? Jonathan Coach? Coachman. Jesus. <laughs> he's on every pay-per-view that I watch in the network, dating back to like 03. Pretty sure he sits on the outside for like a month. <laughs> no. The coach was everywhere for like the time that he debuted from when he left. He was on all the pay-per-views. He was on commentary. It was crazy. The coach. <laughs> Great GM. He's someone that they should bring back for one of these guest host shows now. They would have to do it in like Connecticut though. Yeah, because I think he's still doing ESPN. Yeah. Right? That was easy. Coach out in two seconds. Coach. <laughs> He's one of those lovable non-wrestler figures. Like, you don't have that anymore, like, with... Heyman. Yeah, Heyman, yeah, but you never see him in, like... Well, I guess he technically could wrestle. But you know what I mean, though. Like, he could... Jonathan Coachman could take a bump. Yeah. And, uh... Like, JBL, like, he doesn't... Like, I hate JBL in commentary. He's not that guy. And Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler's just, like, cringe in the ring. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> just overselling like crazy. <laughs> With spaghetti life, for God's sakes. <laughs> what did you say? I, I hate how they brought up, like the Paulus thing again last night for Paul oh, Heyman. Morris, like that was like yeah. three years ago. Bring yeah. it up. Paul Heyman. I'm just. just it was just time to die down. I'm just an advocate. I love that. Nope. I'm not a professional wrestler. I'm just an advocate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew Lesnar was gonna come out. That was a given. Bobby God, Lashley. Bobby Lashley. The guy had roids <laughs> coming out of his legs. Look at how big his shoulders are. I still can't believe they pushed this guy to the moon and then he just fell off the face of the fucking earth. Like he had they, nothing, that's why. He just no, had to look. Well, he, he, had that, he had that match with Cena and then he just disappeared. Like, they never used... I think he got injured, but you would think they would bring him back and at least try to push him, but that was it. Like I said, I think he was one of those guys who had a big body and just never panned out. Yeah, no. Big body. This, did this go anywhere? Because Big Show was on Raw at this point. Yeah, this was after um, the Raw and SmackDown match they had. Oh, these two had a match together? More like they were at the five-man tag. At oh, at Survivor, Survivor Series? Series yeah, five, yeah, yeah. God, Lashley. What I didn't get, though, because they were obviously trying to prime him for a future push, but when I was watching that Survivor Series match, he was like the first one taken out. Well, like Ryback this year. Is it the same thing? No way. Picture's gonna give him like the big ass. No, nope. he's do that. Oh shit. That was uh impressive. The syringe out of his ass right now. I can see it. That's <laughs> huge. He's like the Ryback now. Just way too fucking big. Yeah. I knew he would never amount to much either. Bobby Lashley? Yeah, ECW champion was the best he ever got. 
ECW Heavyweight Championship, actually. Yeah, he used to face that shit, yeah. I don't think... He might have had the U.S. title. That's pushing it, though. I don't think he did. Yeah, he did, yeah, when he was on SmackDown, yeah. But that was before he was ECW, though. Yeah. So we're at ECW was here. a flop and a half. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a waste of time. Here's Kane. Here we go. I just one number off. Yeah, the tag team... They had tag team champs at the time, yeah. Like, that's when Kane was, like, scary and, like, a force. He had, like, bags under his eyes. Look at him. He's actually, like, somewhat, like, in shape, too. Now he's just a yeah. fat idiot. <laughs> Wearing his slacks the right. Yeah. I love this theme, too. It's his best theme. I think it was better than... I think right after he got the mask off, it was his best run. His pretty much his best run. Right after the mask? Right, right after the mask came off. Yeah. Yeah, because he's stuck with uh, Shane. Yeah. Which we were talking about before. Like RVD. Yep, yep. I think he had a couple... I think he had a title match. I think he was at the Armageddon with Triple H and Goldberg. I think Triple H won that. Oh, yeah, he was in that match. Shit, yeah. Like I said, that's when Kane was like a... Like someone... People are afraid of Kane now. He's just a clown. Yeah. Well, that was after... Uh, I was before the feud with Taker again yeah. to WrestleMania. Oof, I can't anyway. believe they never gave him a rumble win once. Exactly. I remember when, like... The guy's been in the company for 20 years. Yeah. It's because he's not a world champion, that's why. Yeah. Or WWE champion. He, I think he won it once for, like, a day. Yeah, yeah, back in, like, nah. 98, I think. Yeah, 98, right after 99. Debut, yep. He won it for literally a day. Dominator. How do I remember that? Ooh. Okay. That's another reason why Lash, I don't think, man, he is not the best ring technician. <laughs> no. That that back suplex looked oh, heinous. Yeah, he's on better off in MMA, yeah. yeah. It's got to be someone big. They're not going to put some clown against him. Maybe they did. I don't remember. God, Sylvan Grenier. <laughs> it looked like Tyler Breeze for a second on the Titans run. Sylvan. Was he part of La Resistance or no? Not this time he wasn't. No, he but was, I mean at one yes, point he yes. was. He was like the main guy at first. Oh, okay, It was okay. him and uh, Dupree and then Conway came in at Yeah, the yeah. Sylvan. This is after they what split him this? up. Yeah, yeah. He was a model. Is that a model? This is what I hope was, Tyler Breeze does not become Because he was on SmackDown up. and Rene Dupree was on uh, Raw. Yeah. Well, he moved to SmackDown too at one point. With Fifi, yeah. With Cena, yeah. Because he had the uh, Dupree Cafe or something, or Renee's Cafe or something. I don't like remember. Like I said, I remember he had the stupid dog, Fifi. <laughs> God. They were champions for a long ass They time. were. The Spirit Squad beat them. Beat them, yeah. Uh, they did the, the five guys did the, the throw-up toss or whatever it is, and yeah. Kenny Dykstra hit with the light drop. And there goes Leslie. So what hour mark are we at here? We're at hour 111. For anyone following along. And this isn't even the main event. Why was... I don't understand. That's such a feel-good moment with Ray winning. So I don't understand why they wouldn't put that in the main event. So when the Kane and them go at it. You don't see this anymore. Kane and Big Show? Like, to see, like, guys that are tag team partners go at it. Oh, yeah, no. Like, like you would never... Like, the Shield... I think the Shield actually did go at it, but it was, like, a quick, like, they think someone eliminated someone. Yeah, oh, at the, at the Rumble this yeah, year? I yeah, I think Roman Reigns threw them both out, right? Yeah, because yeah. Dean Ambrose tried to throw Roman out. They were teasing a breakup for so long, and they kept saying it was Dean. I think they pulled it off good. They did. Everyone yeah, thought Dean it was going to be Dean. It, Everyone yeah. thought it was going to be Dean, and then it was somehow Seth Rollins. Yeah, some people were skeptical of that when it first happened. 
And I was too, but they really proved me wrong. Because Rollins has been the year, 2014 has been the year Rollins. Seriously. I literally think they both eliminate each other. I think Triple H might flip them both over. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks that way. And there we go. I think they both come in and chokeslam him too. Oh, do they? I think so. If I had a, my memory served me right. Yeah, I think Ambrose was talking about on Jericho's podcast about them splitting up. Now they went to management and said, don't make it happen. A beep. I had that shirt. That stupid boy <laughs> one. Carlito. You're looking at it. Backstabber? No. This guy got released in like 2010, but I can't remember a single thing he did in like the last few years of his career because I know he teamed with Primo for a while, but yeah, after that ended, he didn't do anything. Yeah, he like at the end once he like went with Primo, it was pretty much done. He had like the mustache, the yep. color of the colognes, terrible. Carlito should he should still be in the company. Freaking Primo would go blow. Never a big fan of him. Never a big fan of him. Even as just Primo and Epico, I never was a big fan. With Rosa. Yeah, they were better off like that, though, than Los Matadores. Obviously, that gimmick has no... I can't believe it's still going. It'll go until they get future endeavored. Yeah. Backstabber. Ooh, oh! Nice. Did Mysterio and Carlito ever viewed at one point? I believe so. They're both on SmackDown, so probably. Yeah. This one's SmackDown was so good, and Rob wasn't that good. This one, yeah, SmackDown. Men's SmackDown used to be great. Yeah. I used to watch SmackDown when I watched Raw, and then it's not even close at now. Yeah, Raw's SmackDown's literally a replay of Raw, but it's worse. Yep, pretty much. Brand, the brand split was so much better. Yeah, it was better when you had certain superstars and certain shows. Like they're doing that tonight. Like they promoted Ambrose and Wyatt. Dude, Am Wyatt and Ambrose on SmackDown every week. They're like the stars of SmackDown. They're like that. The start of that show, yeah. Because they're never on Raw, so yeah. They're just making them that show. They're making them the stars of that show because Raw's dominated by Cena now. And Raw's, yeah. Oh, and goodness. They should just cut it out now. <laughs> they just cut out the entire portion and he's in the match. Murder. I think he died. Oh, seven? seven? Yeah. Right before, it was during Vengeance. Because you think you're supposed to fight uh, CM Punk and then it was yeah. Johnny Nitro and Johnny Nitro won the title. Yeah. Yeah, it was that weekend. Jesus. Yeah, this is a... I think it was in Vegas, too, if I had to take a guess. Vengeance was in Vegas that year, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I remember the set. It was all, like, Vegas. That's when the, that's when the set was actually good. Now they just take the same one and switch the thing of it. Yeah, I was so disappointed with the set this year for TLC. It's, it's the so same generic, thing, exactly. Yeah. Not even SummerSlam they try to make special. Like, taps out. It doesn't even matter. Did you hear the, uh... Uh, that Benoit, if you make Benoit in the new video game in 2K15, you get banned, I guess. And if you put it online, and some people were flipping out over it, but I mean, I understand why they would do that. I mean, and I mean, some people are saying that you're playing as Benoit the wrestler in the game, but I, it's hard to take away from it, because it's like saying you're putting wrestler Benoit the wrestler in the Hall of Fame, but it doesn't work like that, though, so. That will never happen. No. That's not a big issue, though. Mm. I mean, I can see why some people would be mad at that, but... I would not think anyone would be mad that he didn't get in. There were some people that were very furious that he was... No, no, not in the Hall of Fame about uh, the video game. Just because they just looked bad. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It looks better. It's like after something. like they did like the whole rock dedicated to him, and then, like the next night ECW like, nah. Yeah, yeah forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> Vince like, like the biggest clown. Yeah, forget about that. And the worst part is like the week before they had like that fake kill me. Like With Vince, Vince dies. Terrible time. Such a great time. I thought Vince died next weekend. Rise on TV. <laughs> me? What the hell? This guy just died last week. How often do they do death angles and then at the same time? What are the what are the odds that that would happen? At the I wish same I wanted, time? I wish they played it out though. Well, I think they ended up going with it, right? No, the Vince, the Vince uh, death thing. No, it literally lasted a week because the next week Benoit killed himself. No, I know, but he was kept off TV for a while no. still. He was on the Raw the next week. No, but I mean after that, the Vince was, but the character wasn't on TV. I don't think what for does a that while. Mean? Vince, like he wasn't on Raw at all. Yeah, he was. Except for that one show where he came on and said that it wasn't real. Okay, then why would it matter? Because the if character were... <laughs> wasn't a part of the storyline, is what I'm saying, on Raw for like a yeah, month if, or so. Yeah, but if he came on and said it wasn't real, then how would it keep playing off? He, then it was done at that point. He came back and well, he came back on TV after a while and said something like, I did it because... They tried to play it in the storyline like he did it for himself or something like that. Just try to make people feel bad for him or something like that. <laughs> Because I remember, like, literally Raw, the next week, there was the Benoit one, he was out there like, yeah, my death was not real. I'm like, yeah, I know. Fucking retarded. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. It was terrible timing. Like I said, I wish, like, they didn't, that didn't happen, they just played it out. Like, you yeah, know, was, the, if, like, Benoit didn't die, they could have played it out, I wonder what would have happened. Was this the same year that he faced, yeah, I think it was, where he yeah. faced the Boogeyman? Yeah. The Boogeyman. Oh, they used to do a feud at the time, that's yeah. why I took him out so quickly. That's the same year that he won the world title, too, and they took him out of the Rumble in, like, two seconds. Here with Booker T. Booker T, yeah. King Booker. King Booker. Stupid. That's a King Sheamus. How dumb is that? That was the worst gimmick ever. <laughs> that went nowhere. He literally lost every single one of his matches as King Sheamus. It was a joke. Not surprised I haven't brought that concept back since then. It bombed. King Booker. King Sheamus, biggest flop ever. Such a dumb idea. King Booker at least had its course. Yeah, at least he had a world championship run. It made sense, I guess. He had nothing else better. Sheamus, just such a dumb... He had, like, horns on his head. That was, like, the dumbest crown ever. Uh-oh, Eminem. Joey Mercury, hopefully. Yeah! (laughs) J&J. J&J security. That's right. That was before, uh, I think that was before you guys nose splattered. Was that 06? Six, I think it was, right? Armageddon yeah. happened. That's when they split them up. Once they split up Eminem, they were both done, I think. Well, Mercury was done after they split up, and then, because he got the face thing, and then he was done, and then Nitro didn't do much after that, either. Yeah, actually, no. he had a good run by himself, singles. Nitro, or, Ni- yeah. or Morrison. John Morrison, yeah. he had a pretty good run by himself. Joey Mercury never mounted anything, I think he would have, but... Nah. Dreadlocks, Jesus. Man, yeah, and Mercury shit. was never going to go anywhere by himself. No. And they good, brought they're... it back so many years later as a straight-edge society, remember that? Yeah. They were such. They were a good tag team, though. Eminem was Eminem, great. they were very good, yeah. You don't get tag teams like that nowadays. It's all like... Just like mixed tags, like just random people. Yeah. Like Miz and Miz Dad is so random. Yeah. They're entertaining, but it's random. Uh, the only thing I don't like about them is like in a pink situation, Miz Dad shouldn't be like getting pinned, too. 
Yeah. I think that's kind of dumb as a heel team that they're like, like they never he never interferes. I feel like the Usos like heel last night, hit him with a slamming. That was a little weird. Yeah. They were t- like they've done that though. Where they did like Twin Magic a couple months ago, a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of blurring the lines a little bit. Yeah, the Usos feel like the only legit tag team that we have right now. And they're bringing up the Ascension, too, so that might help. Might help. We have Los Matadores. Yeah, Los Matadores is the New Day. The New Day is so bad. Like, let's preach. Like, Jesus. I like all of his singles, guys. Oh, Tatanka. Or Tanaka. What the hell is his name? Why was he on SmackDown for as long as he was? I never understood that. I think he was a tag team champion. Was he? With Heidenreich, if I... Yeah, I think so. He was definitely a tag team champion. I think maybe Hardcore Holly, actually. Was this the same guy that wrestled in, like, the 80s? Not Chief J. Strongbow, but... Or was this... It was his only run in WWE, and, like, at this point? No, I think he was, like, old-timer. Was he? Back. Yeah. I'll look it up. I think he was with Heidenreich. Right. Was Heidenreich or, um... Oh, no, I think you're thinking of Legion of Doom. No, 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 no. I think he had his own tag team run with him, too. I know oh, he... really? Tata... Tonka. I'm trying to spell his name up for a second. Yeah, he wrestled from 1991 to 1996. That's what it was. Then from 05 to 07. I swear to God, he had a tag with someone. Maybe it wasn't. Um, what's his face? It was someone. It was someone. I know it was someone. Who was it? I can't believe they brought him back. I think it wasn't. I swear he had a tag team. Let's see. I know he was attacking someone. It was someone not that good either. Yeah, they're so random. They brought him back. Yeah. And it just seems so random. He never did anything. Matt Hardy. Mm. Tatanka. Carlito is still in there. Ben Ross still in there. He tagged him with Lashley. Did he? Bobby Lashley. For a little bit, and they turned heel and got released. Oh, there we go. Johnny Nitro. Get your belt off, buddy. He's still going in uh, Lucha Underground nowadays. He's one of those guys they never should have let go. Yeah, well, I mean, at the, at the, I think he left on his own terms, but they just never did anything by the end. Uh, he had a good run, I feel like John Morrison. I think it just it had its co- it play, it had its course. Never a WWE champion. Yeah, well, I mean, they would never. At this point, if he came back, he would never be world champion with one world championship. Like I could have seen him as world heavyweight champion, yeah. but as WWE champion, I couldn't have seen that. The only thing that sucks about one championship. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I feel like guys like Cody Rhodes. I mean, I thought Zigzag. I mean, Ziggler's been getting a push, but I don't know if it's ever going to get to the point where he's going to win the world title again. Nah, I don't think so. Same thing with Barrett, Rhodes. Rhodes is definitely a big one. Yeah. He could definitely be a world heavyweight champion. He's definitely worthy. I don't know if he can be if uh, with one world championship, though. That's the issue. Supposedly he's fucking Stardust. Someone, I don't know where it was, but someone said, like, oh, Stardust can be our new creepy character of like the new version of Goldust but we don't need a new Goldust we have Goldust we don't need another one he sucks as it yeah. is but the thing is is that he's better than the Stardust character it's not like he's terrible and that's like a good role for him exactly I mean he's so much better than that oh, yeah, yeah. 
Please be one of the Mexicos. God, Trevor Murdoch. Murdoch. Didn't he die? No, Lance K died. Lance K died, yeah. They were good in the day. <laughs> they were attacking. Murdoch. I can't believe they were uh, they were with each other for as long as they were. They were with each other for like three years or something Then they split them like up that. and then like oh, Murdoch yeah. did like karaoke and got fired. For like a month later, yeah, I remember that. They split in like June, cut in July. <laughs> literally like during this time when they kept splitting up tag teams, they literally had nothing to do with them. Remember, Murdoch was like the karaoke guy. Lance Sylvan K joined uh, Jericho, but then he got fired. Yeah, and too. then Sylvan Grenier turned in the model. Joey Mercury did nothing. Like, once he starts, like, they started splitting up tag teams, which I don't get why. Yeah, if you're not going to do anything with either guy, like the primetime players, I don't know why they broke those guys up. Because Titus, God knows, they haven't done anything with him and Darren Young. Slater and Gator. Slater Gator. Yeah, that, that, what a tag team that is. Adam Rose just got shafted. He should go back the next day. I'm done with Adam Rose now. What do you mean? I thought you were a Rosebud. I am a Rosebud, but I love the idea of a heel turn, but then is he a baby face now? Like, I don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Like I They, think, like, tease the heel turn and then just never that's what I'm saying. up like, on it. At this point, I'm done with the whole bunny shit. Like like you said, I think the best course of action is to go back to NXT. Like, I like the character, but it's either time... This to character will never make it in WWE. Turn him heel or just bring him down to NXT, because what he's doing right now is a waste of time. Exactly. Getting beat by Kane in 20 seconds. Yeah. Who's this? Eugene. Eugene. Somehow Eugene had, like... He was actually not as bad as his gimmick was. What a career that guy had, though. He's a world tag team champ, and then in, like, back-to-back Summer Slams, he faced Triple H and Kurt Angle, like... Not many people get that opportunity. Not that he won. It wasn't like he was bad. He's actually not that bad in the ring, either. No, yeah, it was just like... He just the- plays, like, the worst character ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a lovable character, yeah. but like that, something like that would never fly today. Did the rock bottom, the stunner. Yeah. Always mocked Hulk yep. Hogan, rock, and stone cold. The boot. Airplane spin. I remember they brought him back for like a match against Miz, and then they fired him again a couple of years ago. It was so random. <laughs> Poor Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> How did that ever work? He was so much more successful than you'd ever think he would. Think of like saying like someone's gonna have a special needs gimmick. Yeah. Eugene. That's what I thought. Uh, it was Eric, Eric Bischoff was gonna be Eric Bischoff's nephew. Yep. yep. So they started off. And he teamed with William Regal of all people. Yeah. What a random run, but he was pretty successful for a guy that had a mentally challenged gimmick. That's very, uh, very surprising. Seriously, there's not a lot of direction there. Please be one of the Mexicos. Oh God, animal. Wait, was this a return? What was this? Oh, no, he was already on the roster at this point. Never yeah. mind. This was before they started bringing people back, like, in the Rumble, right? Yeah. Well, they had such a deep roster, they didn't really need to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. That was very not good. <laughs> He's the one that's uh, John Laurinaitis' brother. Yeah. They should bring him back for a night. People yeah. power. Oh, yeah, they did it the Slammy Awards last week, too. Should definitely been coach back now that you said that. Coach, they need to. I'm waiting to hear that or uh, Eric Bischoff again. 
to go crazy. I know Lance Cade's in there. I'm trying to think about it. Lance Cade. The other Mexico is definitely in this match. Well, it's Randy Orton. Uh, he's coming probably on one of the final Batista. ones, right? I think Batista should be in this match. Oh, no, I think he got injured, right? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. He got a... Uh, he got injured and then he had to strip the world title. Yeah. And I think that was right before this match. Yeah, this was the same show that had Kurt Angle and Mark Henry on. <laughs> the, uh, so the world bad. championship. Tatanka. Jesus Christ. Huh? <laughs> Nothing was worth. Literally, the Andre Giant Memorial, the first five minutes was horrible. No one could even move. There's so many people on it. It was only the ending that was great. Yeah. yeah. Cause they had like good spots. Yeah. RVD. The return of RVD. Oh so, six. The return of RVD. Cause I thought this was a surprise, but they mentioned him in the pre-match video package. So was it like advertised that he was coming back? I think he was back? advertised he was coming back. Yeah, so like this is the big return. I guess. Like with Batista technically, but yeah. but he was already on Raw, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then we came back in like 09 too, or, or 2010 RVD did, I think. Yeah, the 09 one, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think they were in his home state that year. RVD. I don't know why he keeps coming back. Like, hang up the boots or stay for a while. It's like a month to run and then he leaves. No, he was here for a couple months. Then he was at the Slammy Awards for a night. Uh, nice spot there, bud. Gets right back up like nothing happened. Animal. Animal. <laughs> for the life of me, I can't understand why him and Tatanka were on the SmackDown roster at this point in time. Because I know you said, like you said, they were doing the Heidenreich thing, but... Was there any real future for either of those guys? Heinrich was such a bust. He was like Nathan Jones. Maybe he was, was he in this match too, Heinrich? I think he, he might gone? be. Oh, there goes Animal. God. Oh, that's like I saw someone say, like, talking about Mike Knox. He never... Mike like, Knox. Yeah, yeah, someone asked me a question about his career on this week's video. It was like, uh, he was good? I mean, he wasn't terrible, but they yeah, never was, did exactly, anything. They just never did anything with him. He just, I don't think he just was that. I think he just, like, they... He just didn't have it's it. just a big guy, and, like, they, if you don't have it, they just, like, get, they just move on. Yeah. Orlando Jordan. Jesus. He became a freak show with the TNA. Oh, yeah. That was freaky. Yeah, the fact they... They really pushed the bisexual gimmick when went to TNA. <laughs> like it's, I mean, if you're bi, like whatever, but don't like. They like, push they like, it on they TNA. like really yeah. over the top it. Like, come on. Like he's, his like outfit was like literally like, caution tape. Yeah, yeah, and he's making out with guys and chicks and TV. He's <laughs> like, uh. TNA really went over the top on <laughs> that gimmick. It's like Mike Knox is like nux on the menagerie. the menagerie. Such a terrible gimmick. It's a terrible gimmick. It's pretty hey, much like... He's worse off in TNA than he was in WWE. Kazarni. So. Remember yeah. Kazarni? Kazarni. I think he had one match. Yeah, against MVP. And, and he got, got the boot. I think he lost. Remember Mordecai, and then he became <laughs> Kevin Thorne. They had him, like, they, they were, like, set him up. He's going to fight Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Or at SummerSlam. And he only wrestled at Judgment Day, and then he was done. Yeah, because he lost, I think, Mysterio at the... Yeah. Great American Bash or something like that. Him with like a stupid cross. He sucks. Such a yeah. terrible gimmick. <laughs> Kevin Thorne. Jesus. He looks nothing. If you put the two side by side, I, I would never. Like. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was taller as Mordecai. 
Yeah, then they gave him a freaking vampire gimmick. And they well, it wasn't that bad. Place. No, no, I know, but it was better. Yeah, it was better than Mordecai, but for a vampire thing, it was weird. I guess it fit in with the Choo ECW. Chava. <laughs> he sucked, dude. He always not good. His best work was early in his day. With Chava Sr. was his best work. What do you mean, talking about, like, WCW or something? No, when he was, like, like WrestleMania 20 was probably his best work. Oh, when he was seen with Ray? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had some great matches of the Cruiserweight title. I'm pretty sure he doesn't last long. Pretty sure. What the? Oh, why is he going after Ray? He goes after everyone. I said, I don't think he lasts too long. I think he goes for a five-star frog splash and someone throws him out. Oh, really? He doesn't like a stab at Eddie. Oh, God. He definitely has the three amigos, though. Did I call this? Yeah, he did the same thing a couple years later, too. He's in for, like, all of five minutes, and they gave, him the whole, they gave him the whole ring to himself, and then he just got tossed. He was another guy that was never really going to go anywhere. No. He's too small, just didn't have it. He didn't have it. I'm like Vince McMahon now. He yeah. didn't have it. Pretty sure someone knocks him out right here. Someone definitely knocks him out. Definitely not main event caliber, but I think he deserved better than the uh, than the losing to Hornswoggle every week. Yeah, there you go. He had a cruiserweight championship for a while, but it's like at that time that's all he's gonna get. He was ECW champion at one point too. And he got beat by Kane in like four seconds. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, I remember that. Twenty-four. Yeah. Armando Alistrando. Uh, Armando Estrada. Yeah. He was the. GM of ECW at the time. I can't believe Yeah, you guys from the mouthpiece of Umaga to being the GM of ECW. Matt Hardy. Jesus, I hate Matt Hardy. This was when he was still doing pretty well for himself. Right after the feet of the Edge, I think, yeah. He was another one of those glorified mid-carders. Like oh, Anderson, yeah. Uh, that whole group of guys. And they all got released like all in the same year, too. And just like, I feel like Jeff Hardy had it, he just didn't have it. Jeff, like, oh, you Jeff, see, yeah. You yeah. see Jeff being a champion, I never saw Matt. No, yeah. Matt was always like the worst of the two twins. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty good. I mean, it just the fact that Jeff had that connection as a baby face, there's no one could top it. Everything that he could do in the ring was great. He was never even the best talker. You don't need to be if you're that popular, you know? Orlando Jordan, Jesus. I think it's before, before, a little bit after he was in the cabinet. With JBL. Oh, yeah, JBL was like yeah, yeah. 04, I think. He was in yeah, the cabinet 04, with the Bashams. Because yeah. then, like, 06. I think 06 when they brought ECW back, right? Or 05, 06. 06, yeah. 05 when they had the one I'd only show, too. 06, like, when they had, like, the Basham brothers as, like, Paul Heyman security, right? Was that in 06? I think so. I'm taking a good guess. Oh, snapshot. Tatanka. How is he even still in the match? He actually wasn't that, like, he actually was on SmackDown every week. He always wrestled, but just not a good guy. Yeah, I just don't know why they would keep him on, though. It's like, if he's not going to do anything for your company, there you maybe go. There, goes the taco. there we go. If he's maybe not going to do Native American, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, well, how did Great Khali make it as long as he did because he's an Indian? Yeah. It's like Jinder Well, Mahal. he had the size. The worst though. was, the best guy ever was Muhammad Hassan. He got screwed. Yeah. Literally right when he did, like, the terrorist gimmick. <laughs> such a bad idea. No, it's super crazy. That's uh, super crazy. Like, they had, like, the, like, in London, like, terrorist, like, thing, and, like, yeah. that happened, like, two It wasn't days. his fault. And then he got buried. He literally got buried. He got thrown through the stage at Great American Bash. Well, that was the thing I never understood, because what they did with Hassan was that, was it not that he couldn't be on UPN TV, yeah. but yet, why didn't you just move him to Raw, though? 
You know what I mean? I think they might have. No, I think he just got released after that. I know Davari was on. Oh, Davari, yeah, da Davari was on the was with the company for a couple more years, I think. Homicide was actually pretty good too. Yeah, he was great, but yeah, they took him off SmackDown. But like in that case, if UPN doesn't want him, then why not just bring him to Raw? But I guess they wanted to avoid all the bad publicity. I guess I'm not really sure. But yeah, that was that sucks for him. He was only like twenty something years old. Yeah, I'll look him up right now. See what he's doing nowadays. Try independent somewhere. Muhammad. Yeah, I don't even know if he's wrestling anymore. I think he left wrestling for good after that. I don't blame him. He had a good look, too. He had a very good look. Yeah, he could have been a world champ. They kept he was trained by Eugene. <laughs> by Eugene? Oh, my God. His career came to an abrupt end when a controversial terrorism storyline conceded with the July 7, 2005 London bombings leading to the TV network UPN to pressure WWE to re remove his character from television. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. Shawn versus Eddie and Mania would have been a great match. Because I know that was the original plan before uh, Eddie passed. Masters. Yeah, pretty much after that he was done. He was done after that. Yeah, then they fired him. It's not even his fault. After. Yeah, it wasn't even his fault. It happened three days later after it happened taped. And they didn't edit it before. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not even his fault. Exactly. Probably some artist sued. He's out of a job. He was another one of those guys, Masters. Uh, he was a part of that glorified mid, mid He never won anything, I think, though. I don't think he won a single title. Then he came back, they brought him back, and they did nothing with him again. Exactly. The masterpiece. Masterpiece, yeah. Yeah, he was another one of those guys where they just saw the physique and they thought they had something, but he just couldn't speak for the life of him. I'm going to say, uh, Rad the Cat. Shawn Michaels oh, is in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, Michaels just got in. Yeah, this is when he was doing the whole feud with Vince. Yeah, because um, he wrestles him at 22 in the yeah. No Holds Barred, I think it was. Mm -hmm. don't give, what's the difference between No Holds Barred, Extreme Rules, and No Disqualification? Isn't no all difference the same whatsoever, thing? yeah. Or Street Fight. They were saying it last night, and JB was like, can we get an explanation? I'm like, they're, they're all the exact same thing. Yeah, I'll even point that out. No, yeah, they're just doing it because they know 
they want to go a certain route. But it's in that case, like in any other, let's say it's John Cena versus Dean Ambrose, and they want it to go a certain way. Like I understand why they would want to do that. Like to have them all be the same match. Yeah, but they're all the same thing. Like I don't know. Like this should be like a discreet. Like maybe Street Fight can count, uh, count like. Oh, Oh, world's largest pajamas. <laughs> I'm really used to always say that. Can't believe he died earlier this year. Seriously, he was never anything dead either. I don't even think he won a title. Yeah, he might have won a tag team. I think he might have won one even with a pajama gimmick. Was he Him was and Charlie the, Haas, I think. He was uh, he was in the, the company in the nineties too. Yeah, he was in, he was in Mabel King Mabel. He was in the company a long time. Big he Daddy V. He was the freaking king of the ring. Yeah. I never invented anything, but... Yeah, it's King Mabel, yeah. I literally think him and... Like, it's just so weird. I think him and Charlie Haas... Him and Charlie Haas... Yeah, they were something. doing something. That might have been before Ooh. or after the old uh, Lillian thing. Yeah, the Lillian thing was such a dud. What the fuck is Team this? Team Val Venus, that's who it was. What am I watching? Take a grimace here. Yeah, he didn't win anything, but he teamed with Charlie Haas for a little bit, then went to Big Daddy V when ECW came around. Yeah. Viscera, Jesus, big vis. They tried to repackage him so many times and it never worked out. It's just because he's too big. Yeah. Remember, like, they had, like, the monsters, Monster Mash. It was, like, him, Greg Cully, yeah. Kane, and Big Show. Benjamin. God, Mama. Mama gimmick. So black. Such a derogatory thing for black people. They were doing so many derogatory things this time. I think Juventud Guerrero is 30. Because I know um, Randy Orton's 20. I think Randy Orton might be 29 or 30. He's one of the two. That would never fly in uh, WWE today. What, the freaking mama gimmick? Well, that too, but I mean, like, if they brought out as number 30, someone, like, is... If it was, like, a Juventud Carrera, people would be pissed. Like, at least Rey Mysterio is a star, though, you know? He's known, exactly. Yeah. It's not like it's, like, freaking Fandango. Exactly, yeah, or Xavier Woods or something like that. Because the, the, the perception of the Rumble has changed so much. So bad. That's a stereotypical gimmick exactly. I've ever That's seen the one. the creature one. It's just so bad. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just knew if they were just going to stick with the preacher thing, it wouldn't work. And people are, like, sick of them. Already. I'm hoping that they turn heel at some point. I'm hoping because JBL's like, oh, they must be hiding something. I'm like, maybe they're teasing a heel turn? Like, I'm not yeah. sure. They might I hate their entrance. Point. Oh, I want a new day. Like, Big yeah. E, like, going nuts. Their finisher sucks, too. It's just the first thing that Big E does, and the guy doesn't even touch him. Oh, Kofi, yeah. Or Xavier or, Woods. Yeah, whoever it is. Oh, it's Goldust. Actually, who and two girls not in it? Maybe he got kicked out already. <laughs> Maybe he got fired already. Was this a surprise? Yeah. Oh, nice. I guess they did have a surprise this year. And, and well, RVD wasn't. RVD was a surprise, but he wasn't. He was advertised. Yeah, he so. was advertised. Yeah, that's a nice surprise. But Goldust wasn't. Because I know he came back in like the O two Rumble. I want to say either O two or O three. Yeah, I think he came on back in O two. 
one of those rumbles, and then he comes back in this one. Then he comes back in the came back in 2013 too. He came yeah. back in one of the recent rumbles, and he faced off with Cody. That was so awesome. I thought they were gonna do a match of Mania, and then they didn't bring him back for like another year. I can do him versus Cody this year. I've been waiting to do that. I've been waiting to see that like every single WrestleMania since like 20. Better not do Stardust versus Goldust though. Oh, That'd be no. so bad. Nah. We don't give us why they have two separate entrances. Just go with Goldust's entrance and then you can just come out together. Yeah. Like I hate Stardust's entrance anyways. Just kick with, stick with the Goldust. Stardust, yeah. <laughs> stick with the Goldust when they both come out. I it's, think if they turned Goldust babyface and they did Stardust as heel, that that's the worst possible thing they can do. If anything, turn Cody Rhodes and turn him heel. And then, uh, or keep Cody Rhodes. I don't know, something like that. But at least, Sean Benjamin always Rhodes. never. He was the one of those mid Carter guys too. This is exactly what he was. He was so good though, Randy Orton. Hey, yeah, that's a great thing. Jesus, look how big he was back then. That's huge. Goes right after Chris Benoit. Oh yeah, same guy. So you need to have the sleeves. They have the sleeves. What are you talking about? His arms. You know, the oh, sleeve yeah, tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Nothing bad then. It's a clean cut. Thank God. Oh, shit. That was <laughs> nice. You're fucking laying him out. RKO's viscera. Nails him. Probably RKO's Orlando Joy into him. Be too shot. Where's Orton now? He's oh, filming yeah. his movie, but come on. Yeah, I thought he's gonna come back to the pay per view. I get so see him being like a non-advertised Rumble guy. I would love to see that. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see him come back now. I think him and Rollins, if they save, that could be a nice Mania match. <sighs> two people throw Viscera out. That's I think Carlito throws them out right here. That's when these two are tag teams. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. shit! <laughs> Carlito and Goldust throws them out. I'm pretty sure. Again. Yeah, because he did it at the uh, chamber, too, like you said. Cold dust. Actually, I think Cole might be one of the last guys did it. Yeah, this is when he was still getting pushed. It wasn't until, like, 07 where they so just, just like, stopped doing stuff. Balls. Yeah. That's terrible. Just kicks the turnbuckle. There's Orlando Jordan still in there. Oh, there goes Gold. That was so bad. <laughs> Look at Orlando Jordan going after Randy Orton. I can't believe he was still in the company by this point. He couldn't have been on it too much longer. No, after. he couldn't have been. I can't remember him doing anything in 06. I know he was U.S. champion the, the year prior. Yeah, like I said, after the cabinet one was done, I think he had a limited role in WWE. Yeah. You know, always hit, like had potential. Never worked out. Paul Burchill. Paul Burchill, yeah. He had a stupid pirate gimmick. He liked it too. It was the worst part. Yeah. Well, he got it over too. People actually enjoyed it. Wasn't gonna go anywhere, but people liked it. And they did the whole thing with his uh, sister Katie, and they never really pushed that beyond a certain level. Damn it, I'm selling you. Oh my god. HPK and HHH going at it. And they would reunite only a few months after this, too. Oh, 
Rey Mysterio has done nothing in this match. Yeah. Like he had some big spots like early on, obviously, but I completely forgot he was still in there. Yeah, he was only in the WWE 2005. Then in 2005, he got released. Yeah. In his last match, he lost to Gunnar Scott. What, on Velocity or something? On, literally on Velocity, it says it. Last WWE parents lost to Gunnar Scott in the May 13th episode of Velocity. Oh, in 06? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can't believe he lasted that long. But then he was just wicked game for TNA. Yeah, Over it was terrible. Oh, look at Benjamin. Oh, man. Do you know what I like? Elijah Burke is D'Angelo De, De, uh, De Niro. He was De Niro. better as than he was Elijah Burke, yeah. Well, they just didn't reuse him, right? No. Well, he was getting pushed early on, and then they just... What about Desmond Wolf? Oh, dude, he was great. He, he was uh, a Ring of Honor guy, too. He was a Ring of Honor guy, yeah, and he still... Well, he went back there afterwards. But I think what happened, because he had a huge push against Kurt Angle, and then he was wrestling like a bitch for a while, then he disappeared. And he was going to come back and do a tag team. Nice. Oh, nice. Look at that oversell. Just jumping from Shell and Benjamin. But I think he's going to come back and do a tag team with Magnus. And um, and he got, like, some health issue or something where he couldn't wrestle anymore, which sucks. So I think they had to let him go. Vince. Did he want Shelton to take him out or something like that? I knew that was one of the rules or that was one of the, something about that. But Benjamin and Michaels. I'm pretty sure he like distracts and someone toss him. Yeah. Probably Orin. Like Orin. Like you look like Orin's about to just get up there and jump. Yeah, he's just waiting for it. About to pounce. Oh, shit, what the hell? Where does Chain come from? Chain. <laughs> Shane was so great. I can't see him wrestling anymore, but it'd be a nice one-off rumble return. And then they would reunite a month later to rival the McMahons. Carlito, top final five. Look at Carlito. And he wasn't even on. No, no, he was at Mania. They were doing the thing with him and Masters with uh, Big Show and Kanan in that year. Carlito. After, yeah, after his IC, uh, his Intercontinental title reign, they did nothing with him. I think he gets the Levy's here. He's probably the next one. Whoa, whoa. Hmm? What the hell? Oh, two faces and the two heels left. Always do this. The final four, two heels and two faces, usually. Yeah, yeah, usually. Then it gets down to Orton, Triple H, and Mysterio. I figured Rob Van Dam would have won. If I'm going into this as, like, a casual viewer, because nah. they, they advertise him to come back, and it's, like, a thing like Batista, like, yeah. oh, and then you know he's going to win. But yeah, but just, not. like, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero die, and it's, like, yeah. a given. Yeah, like you said, I guess if they heavily 
push the fact that he was going to win, like the whole Eddie thing, then it must become obvious. Like he kept saying like he was going to win it for Eddie, and like last year, like his his like time was like two years ago at WrestleMania 20, and then now it's going to be his time or something like that. Oh, okay. Randy Orton. And then Orton and Ace were facing each other at the previous year's Rumble, I think it was, for the World Championship. That was when Orton was still babyface. That didn't last too long. No, because then he fought Triple H that. I mean... Uh, Undertaker, yeah. yeah. Maybe Rey Mysterio throws him out. RVD would go on to win a World Championship anyway. They would still push him because he went on to win Money in the Bank. And then he won the title at uh, one night stand, and he screwed over his own push by getting uh, suspended. <laughs> anyway, I don't think he was ever. Well, then he left like a year later. Yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't get in trouble in the first place. Yeah. yeah. I think him and Sabu got in trouble. Yeah, Ramsey knocks him off right there. It's like Jericho was like the one that like made up Money in the Bank and never won it. Yeah, exactly. The worst people winning it was definitely Del Rio and uh, Del Rio, Sandow, and Swagger. Easily the worst three people to win Money in the Bank. I never have a problem with Del Rio because he was on the he was on the verge of getting pushed anyway. Sandow, Sandow didn't have a problem with either, but they just destroyed him after that. And it wasn't even like he was Swagger's stupid. Swagger was yeah, Swagger was easily the worst one. Yeah, because they. I mean, to, to give him the briefcase was one thing, but to make him cash in a day later or, like, a week later was ridiculous. And he was, like, losing to, like, the shittiest guys, yeah. too. He was losing to Kofi. He was losing to Morrison. And then he just beats... I don't even know the champions at the time. Yeah, well, I think he beat Orton Extreme Rules that year, and then that was it. That was the only legit win he got. Swagger. Done anything with them? It's a fine mid card now. Yeah, yeah. Rusev, I'm like, God. When we look Rusev back and Ryback year, should be good, but that should be a good feud, yeah. But I remember someone said like, "Thanks WWE for showing, uh, replaying Payback." Cause it was like him and Rusev again, because him and Rusev fought Payback earlier this year. So, so someone tweeted like, "Thanks for showing uh, the replay of Ryback and uh, I mean Rusev and Jack Swagger again." Oh, oh, yeah, that was at SummerSlam, I think it was, yeah. Or Battleground? It was one of those papers. Battleground? I think they fought twice. Battleground and SummerSlam. Yeah, the flag match, yeah. Stupid. Flag match was so dumb. Yeah, they, I didn't have a problem with them feuding right now because I know they're going to do something else. Obviously, they're moving they're in the right back, back Rusev. Rusev. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't have a problem with it. One quickly. You know, it wasn't terrible. Ryback Kane. I love Ryback, but that served no purpose. Exactly. Kane Chairs matches suck in general, but... Kane just I, no one can take him seriously so no one knew that he was gonna everyone knew that he wasn't gonna win I just feel like they, they like overdid the concepts too like chair match like 70 million chairs steel yeah. stairs match like a million stairs like we get it just scrap the whole pay-per-view yeah. at this point seeing you with the hell in the cell thank god it's fast only now yeah oh yeah money in the bank should be the only one that stays money in the, the bank is always like, good yeah. exactly and it's like the one time a year thing yeah it's so, only one match now, too. It's not even two anymore, so it's fine. Well, they had two last year. One was the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, all three of these guys wanted to win uh, or be involved in the title matches anyway at WrestleMania. Exactly. 
think that was the case. Because I think on No Way Out, Mysterio fought Orton for, like, if Orton won, he could be in the match and Orton beat him. Yeah. And that went on for years, I think. Because yeah. I know in 05, like, Cena was a runner-up. Yeah. He was, you know, he wanted to get a title match. But at the... Oh, shit. Yeah, Triple H. At this point, like, it was still, like, when people won the Rumble, they won, went on the, won the title. It was, like, six years in a row that happened, and then finally someone didn't win. I think it was, uh... 2000 wasn't. Oh, Cena one didn't was, win. Cena didn't win. No, yeah, Cena was the one that stopped it, but I'm thinking of the... Who was the first... You know people didn't like the 90s, but I'm thinking of that consecutive streak. Lesnar won. Triple H won. It was Triple H. I thought Triple H won in uh, 2000. 02? No, 01. No, yeah, 02. 01 was who? Oh, yeah, no, 01 was the start of it because Austin won the Rumble that year. Yeah, and then it was he won, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, Mysterio, Benoit. No. No, 04 was Benoit, 05 was Batista, 06 was Mysterio. Oh Undertaker. seven was Undertaker. Cena. Oh eight was Cena. Yeah. Oh nine, twenty five. Yeah, then there's a streak of people that didn't win because yeah. Cena didn't win, Orton didn't win, Edge didn't win, Del Rio didn't win, and then Sheamus finally won in twenty twelve. And then twenty thirteen. Cena. Cena. He wins and then and Batista lost. Triple H attacks Rey Mysterio anyway. It's like it's like WrestleMania this year. Almost the exact same thing, but it take away Daniel Bryan okay. and put in Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Randy Orton. I think the original plan that year was that they were going to do uh, Orton and Batista, I think, at 22. I think it was going to be Orton and Batista, and Batista got hurt, and they were going to do... Shawn Michaels, Eddie, and then obviously Eddie died. So that was a show that could have been. But I don't know what they would have done with uh, Angle, though. I probably would have stayed on Raw, but I don't know what he would have done. Maybe against Mysterio? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they would have done that. So yeah, maybe he does her hair. So he flips him over and does the her, her yeah. Rana. Oh, 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 oh. <sighs> People going crazy. Exactly. <laughs> Randy Orton, like the nice... Like I said, if they ended the show like that, Jesus. Why? Yeah, I don't know why they just didn't end the show like that. Cena won back the title in the main event, so that was so stupid. Like, I could see, like, when Cena won a couple years ago, they put Rock and Punk in the main event. Remember that? Yeah. And, which is okay, because Rock hadn't held the title in, like, a decade. So I understand that, but Cena had just lost the title. He just won it back, so that was stupid. And they wouldn't even give Rey Mysterio the main event that year, too, like we were talking about before, which is dumb. Maybe because, like, it was actually pay-per-view. Who's going to buy a Rey Mysterio main event? Triple true. H and Cena. True, true. That's why I feel like match, the network right? now, they just do, like, re- like they put wide exactly, and Ambrose. Yeah, exactly, Because now like, they have to worry about selling it. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about the network. Yeah, that's why they had Ambrose and Wyatt. Or, no, Ambrose it's and in, uh, Rollins. Rollins yeah. yeah. That's also a benefit of not having a world champion around, too. Because if Lesnar was here, we would have easily main evented. Which is nice. Um, I can't believe they eliminated Triple H before Randy Orton. I think it'd be the other way around. Triple H was, I think, he was a bigger name to win than uh, Orton was. And then again, Orton had won again. He hadn't won the match at this point. Come on, nuts, Mysterio. 
Jesus. Not main event. Yeah, headline, quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. And that was the start of the main event uh, of the Royal Rumble when it was not getting the main event of WrestleMania. Because 23 was. Um, Batiste and Taker. And he didn't main event. Cena and Michael's dead. Yep. And then Cena. Or, no. No. Yeah, and then Cena won it the year after the main event did. Yeah, and technically 20, that wasn't his title shot though. Who won, whatever. Who won 25? Orton. So they main evented. Yeah. 26, Edge didn't. 27, Del Rio didn't. 28, Sheamus didn't. 29, Cena was the first one in the years. And 30 was... Batista did. Yeah. God, Mickey James. She's a psycho. We're still doing that thing at that time? Yeah. What? The Mickey James thing? Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you think of that rumble? Good. This is a good rumble. That was a good one. You think it was one of the better ones you've seen or your favorite? I won't say it's my favorite, but I remember as a kid, I loved Mysterio, so I thought it was really good. I gotta go back and watch WrestleMania 22 now. Thanks again to RJ for sitting down with me and doing commentary for the 2006 Ray Rumble matchup. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and hopefully you guys watched along on the WWE Network and watched along with us and enjoyed the matchup as much as we did. So uh, Next week, we'll be talking all about the Ray Rumble pay-per-view. We will not be back live, but we will be back live the next week on EC Radio. So back in podcast form, still next week, right here on nextinterwrestling.weebly.com. We've got the Ray Rumble matchup on Sunday. Like I said before, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to the show. should be awesome. Hopefully you guys enjoy it as well. Full analysis of the entire show and the next night's Raw on next Tuesday's edition of WrestleRant Radio. But in the meantime, and in between time, you guys can catch me on Twitter at WrestleRant, on Facebook at Graham Houston Matthews, on YouTube at Graham Houston Matthews as well, as well as on Bleach Report with Graham GSM Matthews. So make sure to check back here every single Tuesday at nextairwrestling.weebly.com for full episodes of WrestleRant Radio. Thanks for bearing with me for this near two-hour edition of the show here today, probably the longest in show's history in the history of WrestleRant Radio, but it's my show. I can do what I want, and uh, it's a real rumble week, so we're going all out for this one episode only. So have a great week, guys, and we'll catch you next Tuesday.